0: Yo, yo, Loo All Dang Face, Whoa. Jimmy Butler Face,
1: what's happening,
0: Anch nigga, it's
1: popping. I figured, do you, uh, bum ass anchor, messed up the ending <laughs> of last week's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> So I wanna start differently. I wanna start where we ended last week, but got I don't think you heard what I was saying last week because there's no way you Yeah, the last
0: seen... two minutes I
1: it was just like Yeah, I figured when you when you weren't talking, I said, Yeah, she's not hearing me. So yeah. yeah, hold on one second. Let's get it, let's get it going. What we've been doing is looking at the data, and we know that police somehow managed to de-escalate, disarm, and not kill white people every day. So what's going to happen is we are going to have equal rights and justice in our own country, or we will restructure their functions and ours. Let's take a moment to stand and observe the hell we live in. No matter how hot a fire, it never melts. So to help we dig when we fill up the jail and prisons. You don't believe that's the business, only you tell me, kid. But now killing our people, it's all on television. Them cops are home to their people, turn on the television. I... You done? Don't, don't You done me. <laughs> I'm on my woke speed today. Okay. What, what got you up? Whoa, people Alright. I, I ain't I ain't ain't gonna make a joke about it. But last week I was saying uh rest in peace to both AM James from Dallas, Texas. Um that's why I ended with and that's why I, I played that clip from uh Jesse Williams from the awards. Um I was ending that because uh we had said rest in peace to Mac Miller. I don't know if that was said or that was court last week too, but didn't want it to be an oversight that we were saying rest in peace to Mac Miller, but also rest in peace to the young gentleman in Dallas. Um, who was in his own apartment and you know how.
0: Very sketchy story.
1: Very, very, very. What's your take on that? Uh, Because you you said sketchy story out the back. Are you saying, like, what you're feeling on the whole thing? It's just...
0: I don't... Like, how do you you go to the wrong apartment? I saw somebody post this uh, about a week ago. So she was at work. She clocked out, changed her clothes got in her car, drove from her job to her house. And then somehow from at that point when she got to the apartment building, everything just got sketchy. Like everything leading up to it was fine, normal. Everything was great. But then the moment she pulled up to the building in the garage, it's all, I'm on the wrong floor. This is not my apartment. So I don't, it's it's very strange to me. Um, at first she was banging on the door, like, cause my key's not working. And then he goes to the door like, yo, to see what's going on. But then it's like, oh, the door was open already. So then she just walked in. It's like, so what's your story? Did he let you in? Because he heard some scuffling at his door and he wants to know what was happening or was the door already open? Because maybe he was expecting you or someone. Did you know this guy already? Do you have history? Like, what's the deal, lady? I just want to know. I just want to know the truth. And it's, it's, it's really sad and it's really unfortunate for this family that, you know, they have a loved one lost. And we
1: don't even really know why.
0: They can't even tell us what happened.
1: You know what I hate? I hate when they try to make the person that's dead the um the suspect. No. Oh well, they they had questionable stuff in their house, and they was affiliated with this and like I hate the spin they do on a dead person. Yeah, because. Oh, he had weed in his house. So
0: what? Yeah. So what? <laughs> like, what's some? What's a couple of
1: leaves? Like, so what? He deserved to lose his killer? life,
0: like, because he has some trees in the apartment.
1: Yeah, that. that like, like you said, it's it's sketchy to me, um, because I know, in my in my building now, there are people. The, the other day, this guy rang my doorbell because he got locked out of his apartment, and it's like. You don't know your own... Like, if someone was intoxicated, if someone was drugged up, I can understand you not knowing your building. Mm -hmm. My bad. It happens. But if... You mean to tell me, however long you've been living at your complex, you go to the same door every day. You leave the same door every day. You know what floor you live on? This one time. This one
0: time. This one time. Like you did everything else right, but when it comes to getting in your own apartment, you couldn't figure that one out. Yeah. Okay. And
1: all right. So I I I've been trying to put myself in her shoes, and can't because I'm on. Like if that's me, and I'm at the wrong apartment and somebody's opening up, I'm looking in like, oh my bad, I'm sorry. Like especially if you open the door and I'm trying to get in the door. Yeah. All that requires is conversation. Who are you? Fam, you're at my apartment. Oh, my bad. Like, Right.
0: So, like, in the beginning, it was, um, she tried to get her key in, and it was, like, jamming and not going in because it's not her door. So, he goes to the door and opens the door for her. And then it's, oh, the door was already open. She let herself in, and he wasn't following commands.
1: I shouldn't ask you. I'm in my own house.
0: Like, come on. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? It's just really it's it's really sad and it's I can't I can't even begin to like imagine how these people feel his family. It's just a terrible situation. It's just terrible. The the
1: what bothers me outside of the whole thing <laughs> what bothers me is that I don't understand and maybe I watch too many T V shows, I've seen one too many movies. Where cops were wrong and they collaborate to do. Oh, like- yeah. Like that,
0: those the, the writers, like they get that stuff from real places. Like <laughs> some of it is imagination, but a lot of it is like real life situation. So they definitely some cops came and coerced the story and cover ups. And every, there's no doubt about it. I have no doubt about that. There's no other way to explain, like, is how, did, how else do you explain the multiple stories that she's saying and then the, uh, the, the police department wants to come out with this marijuana angle, like, like, what does that have to do with any, like, what does that have to do with her getting in this man's apartment and killing him? Did she have a warrant? Was there an investigation? Was, like, was she watching him? Is she a detective? Was she undercover? Is this like some sting operation? And she just wanted to like bust the nigga door down for like some weed? Like I don't know. Like what what was the weed angle for? Like that was just dumb to me.
1: Them putting hate, that
0: story out there.
1: I hate that they do the whole um they go through your history and they'll they'll use the worst picture of you. If it was if if it were me, they would take a picture of me from college, which was early 2000s, which was the baggy T-era, rag, <laughs> overly, <laughs> like, I wore my clothes excessively big for no reason. Everybody in college. Did. So, you wouldn't pick the picture of me and my son, like, right. receding hair, <laughs> nappy beard. You wouldn't take that picture. You would get the picture of me from college with a rag and the Sean John Velour suit. Right. And You'll label me whatever you want to label me based off of a picture.
0: Yeah. We keep that stereotype out there young, black, wild. Look at him. He's yeah. all unpolished. Yeah. His life ain't yeah. worth it anyway. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on already.
1: You, you'll find the one picture of me holding a paintball gun or something where it's like legit having fun. And then it's, all oh, see, he was into this type of stuff. Right, before. exactly. Like, I never understood why that's the approach when they're gone. And there's been a bunch of people, witnesses, saying that her story is trash and she's lying about a bunch of stuff. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yep. It's really, t- I, it's really
1: sad. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I see. I, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to Debbie down at it. They, they sensed we were doing a bit too much and they tried to shut us down.
0: Anchor got to do better.
1: Bro. But, but you know what? Not going to steal my joy. <laughs> Not today. Remember,
0: people started hating this song because this joint was everywhere.
1: I ain't gonna lie. Um, Yeah, I, I loved the song. And then it popped up on every commercial, every office gathering, every function. It, it was in, yeah, it was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's genius for Pharrell. Yeah. But like, and he said the, they weren't expecting the song to blow up like that until the video came out. And that's when they, like, just caught wildfire.
0: Yeah, the video that they said he stole from, like, some Japanese artists. Uh,
1: that's the way. And people, if you're not stealing, you ain't doing nothing.
0: That's what I'm talking about.
1: Apparently. nobody ain't, Nobody respecting your art these days? Huh? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Respecting your crap. but um, yeah. Rest in peace, to that brother. Um, do you want to go sports first, and you want to go other stuff first? There's a lot of sports. There's a lot
0: of sports happening. I'm owing to my fantasy league.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm owing to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, so... um,
1: That's karma, and I love it.
0: Whatever. Karma,
1: and I love it.
0: Yeah. We can go from sports, like, whatever.
1: Let's do it. Who you got uh, Thursday Night Football, Jets, Browns? I know we're all just dying to get to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch this game. Facts. Facts.
0: You think Baker Mayfield gets in tonight?
1: Um, I don't know. And I don't know why they draft. I don't know why. I don't know how this works in football where the first rounders, especially the top first rounders, they get, the, they get these crazy contracts and then they sit on a bench. I don't understand how that works. I don't get it. I'm lost. I would love for him to start just to see what, what he does, see how he, if he can produce or not.
0: So but Tyrod. With, uh, Tyrod. Tyrod. Tyrod.
1: He's not that bad. It's just that. He's not that good. Yeah, I think Bake is a better quarterback. Really? Than Tyrod. Yeah. High yeah. take.
0: Okay.
1: I think if you switch it up, to give the, like, the team needs a rejuvenation. They don't don't keep going with what you just came off of 0-16 season. True. Put some like, try to bring some life. And I think that's what they, the, the failed attempt with Manziel, that's what they tried to do was mm-hmm. um, reignite, like, the team, the crowd, the city. I think you put Baker in and just see what he does. I mean, worst case scenario, he come out looking like Pat Mahomes in Kansas City. Yeah,
0: Patty is lighting it up out there.
1: I told somebody the other day, it's the Deshaun Watson effect cuz nobody like defenses haven't been able to figure right. it out. Right. He's going to be a stud this year and then next year they're going to they're going to get those schemes together. They're going cuz there's no tape when you when you're a pro, when you're a rookie and you come in they're not looking at your college tape. They're looking at what you can do right now. And they don't have that tape on him yet. Right. But next year, same thing happened to Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson was lighting it up last year. That's because defense didn't know how to prepare for him. Texas is now...
0: Trash now.
1: Same thing with RG3. RG3 came in, he lit the league up, set it on fire. And <laughs> now... <laughs> back backup for the Ravens so you got the what, who are you taking Jets
0: nah I think the Browns will win
1: I was saying the same thing yeah I think the Browns get their first win I was, I was saying the same thing Browns Browns for the win uh, you're 1-0 oh in that regard uh, you picked the the Eagles last week. No. I, you picked the Falcons because you said you didn't trust Fools. Yep. And I and I picked the Eagles. Yep. And yeah. So you wanna know in that regard. Be happy. Celebrate True. that. To win. True.
0: Told you. Yeah. Oh Nick. Here we go. Back on the bench, week
1: three. Yeah, I Carson once in a lot of leagues just because I wasn't sure coming off of me how he was gonna be able to now if he lights it up I'm gonna be mad that I like purposely let him
0: walk. Yeah, it might take him a couple games. I'll give him I don't think he'll light it up like we saw him do last year in the beginning of the season. Um I think it'll take him a game or two. But I think he'll be way better than what Nick Foles has been these
1: past two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Super Bowl champion. He is.
0: That's amazing to me.
1: But yeah, Carson Wentz. Put some respect. There's a respect on old Nick. Old Nickelback foes. Put some respect. Speaking of. Young King. uh,
0: Ryan Fitzmagic. Who saw that coming?
1: No one. Not even Ryan. nobody. If you're the coach of the come. Bucks,
0: what do you do when Jameis' suspension is, is done? Do you go back to Jameis keep or you keep Jameis,
1: snow crab, stealing the ass <laughs> on the bench. And <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick continue to man that open. Why would you go for away from something that's working? And it's working good. It's not like working yeah. on like a, let's test it out and yeah. oh, he's managing the game. Nah, he's yeah. Deshaun Jackson looks like he's back in Philly. Yeah.
0: I know he's happy because Jameis wasn't fine to him
1: at all. I, wh- I'm happy about this for Deshaun because he was always that player where it it could be a 20-yard dump pass and it's going to the house. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, he's got one catch, 70-something <laughs> yards, and a touchdown. <laughs>
0: That's very true, actually.
1: That's very but, true. But what I what I like about what Fitzpatrick is doing, he's not forgetting about Mike Evans, who's the number one receiver, mm-hmm. and he's making Deshaun look like, oh, he's got life again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I'm the coach, there's no way. Like it's the reverse. I heard somebody say it's the reverse of the Romo, um, Romo Dak thing, where you kind of Romo was hurt, so Dak was in, and you don't want. To kind of move the ship because Romo's engine, you want him to get better. Right. With this, Fitzpatrick is known known to be inconsistent. He'll give you
0: mm-hmm.
1: up and down, up and down, up and mm-hmm. down. But I think they're scoring more with him than they they have with. Yeah, him. like
0: so is so is James for that matter. Like he and he hasn't been a consistent, solid quarterback these past couple of years. Like. It's been a roller coaster with him too.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody saw the Bucks um, doing what they're doing. I remember you said on this podcast you forgot Ryan Fitzpatrick was even in Tampa Bay.
0: I did. I was like, oh, that's what they got going he back. And while Jameis' – is okay, yeah, he here. He here now. Yeah. How many think? How many wins you think they get?
1: They in division with the Saints, Falcons, and Panthers. Panthers. Yep. (laughs) Um.
0: Well, the Panthers are what one and one.
1: Yeah. I think everybody in that division except for them is one and one.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is interesting. Um. See them in six or seven games. That's it.
0: <laughs> they, they already got two. Uh,
1: Ryan six or seven more,
0: or just six or seven? Like that's it.
1: Six or seven more. Ryan okay. Fitzpatrick. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He <laughs> he is who we thought he is. Yeah. And let's just say, let's just say the the coach isn't that bright, and he says, "Oh, James is back," and he puts Jamison. Then, yeah, then I'm definitely capping it at six games for the season. <laughs> but they can win six or seven more, giving them like eight or nine for the season. That's if they keep the pace that they are going. I like the the playfulness that Ryan Fitzpatrick's bringing to the team. I see, like, he has a lot. Like, it, it shows a lot of personality. Him wearing
0: mm-hmm. Deshaun's
1: stuff. Yeah. <laughs> First off, I was like, bruh.
0: Nigga, definitely stretch that jacket out.
1: My question was, did he shower first? Like, you're not just going to put... <laughs> you're, not... you're not throwing your musk in my, my, my fit, fam. That was the first thing I thought when I said... I was also, like, I what
0: happens. kind of shower? Was it like white people shower or, you know, was it like... Yeah, yeah so...
1: <laughs> I, I ain't want to say it, but they, there's a... <laughs> I ain't not want to say it.
0: But. Was there sons involved or was that a, a, a typical white people shower?
1: A hand
0: you can have that hand in the
1: faucet. <laughs> hand in the faucet. Water <laughs> to your hair. Let's go wow. out and get these reports done. No, man. <laughs> oh. That jacket's yours, player. You keep that jacket, bro. <laughs> buy, buy me dinner or something, but that jacket is yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That jacket is yours.
0: <laughs> Fitz Magic. Uh, yo,
1: how do you feel about Vontae Davis leaving, retiring at halftime?
0: I don't... It was so weird that it makes you think he was really dealing with something. Fam. Like, it's no way you just... Like you was in practice all week, watching film, do like everything. You get up, you go to the game, you play, and then like in the middle of the game, you just like, nah.
1: How bad does it have to be? That it's got to be time- really
0: bad that you like <laughs> you right in the middle of this and you looking around the field like, this ain't for me, man. This ain't it. This is not. I can't.
1: Yo, that's like you. You get in the job, they offer you a 100 K <laughs> and you like first day of work, you show up, you get your onboarding IT guys trying to get you your badge and stuff. And you go on your lunch break. Twelve o'clock, you like, you know what?
0: Nah. Thank, I don't, you, no, I don't, thank I don't, you I don't think so. <laughs> no. What? He had to be dealing with some some real life issues.
1: Some they said he didn't issues. even sell his teammates they just came back and he was gone yeah that's weird that's next level
0: that's it's so weird to me I can't imagine I, I don't know I can't like I can't imagine like did he see something on the field like I don't know did something scare him?
1: That nigga tried it in the locker room at halftime and didn't look back. You know what? Dealing with some mental
0: issue? like is he bipolar? Maybe I don't know. Like that was just a really weird, a really weird thing to. to, I don't. That was just crazy.
1: That nigga probably drove home in his cleats and his uniform. Like, (laughs) nope, I'm not. Nope, I'm I'm out. I'm out. Matter of fact, not only am I out. I'm done with the game. <laughs> Yo, like
0: game. he didn't even wait to the end of the game. He didn't even tell his coach, like, yeah, I don't want to play the second half. Like, I'm not, you know, my mind not really in this. You know, just sit me out this one. Then they go just laughed.
1: I'm retired at I'm halftime. Retiring. Somebody, somebody posted a meme and said, "How would you feel if he was a Bills fan? You drive into the game and you see Vontae Davis third <laughs> yeah. quarter <Sarah> driving, driving." <laughs> been- <laughs> In the opposite direction, I would be so confused. That's what I But the Bills are kind of trash. The Bills have been trash. But it's like really bad this year. It's like really bad
0: this year. Can't figure out that quarterback situation. That's probably why he quit. He's like, nah, I ain't about to die out here because <laughs> the offense can't stay on the field. And they <laughs> they uh, putting us out here. Nah,
1: hell no. I'm out. So somebody say that that nigga watched the, watched the Will Smith movie about the concussions the night before. It <laughs> was like, nah. Nah, this ain't for me. This ain't
0: for me. This ain't it.
1: Yo, yeah, how do you feel about Josh Gordon being in New England, man?
0: Um, if, if, if Josh can keep his head straight, stay out of trouble
1: and off the weed,
0: off the weed as Stephen they would say, um, and build a rapport with, with, with Tom Brady, I think that it can be something very dangerous.
1: I just want to know why the rich keep getting richer.
0: Well, it ain't all glamorous there. So, you know.
1: It ain't all glamorous, but you're giving Tom Brady a bona fide, bona fide stud as a receiver. And you saw what happened when he had one with Moss. You're right. If 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 Josh Gordon can keep his his head straight, and he got to get those
0: schemes. He got to get them schemes. It ain't really that easy
1: to play out there. How many games do you think it takes for him to get used to time before their first touchdown connection?
0: Um, I would say
1: two before they get it together. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I was a like a crackhead looking for Josh Gordon, and I heard that news on in every league that I was in <laughs> on a waiver wire.
0: Did you get them? Did you find them somewhere? <laughs>
1: No, everybody had him already. I guess they picked him up when he was uh, on a Browns. But everything said trade, trade. trade. I'm like, I want to trade for this nigga, <laughs> I'm trying to get him
0: for free. <laughs> Which is basically what the uh, what the Patriots did. They just gave up a fifth round pick. So
1: and it a Tucket for this nigga,
0: like for the yeah. So if it, it if it doesn't work, it's like okay, whatever. It was just a fifth round pick, and you know you go your way, Josh. And if it does work. Go the Patriots. We got Tom Brady. We got Bill Belichick. We got a stud wide receiver. We can do some
1: things. So you Is know, New England. Yeah, are they scary this year, or are you you not convinced? You're not buying this New England Patriots. Man,
0: Blake Bortles had how many touchdowns against these <laughs> niggas? Blake Bortles. <laughs> not Matty Ice. Not Ben Roethlisberger. Nigga, Blake Bortles at what? Four touchdowns?
1: Put some respect on LeBron Bortles' name.
0: Son. I'm not. Patriots ain't nothing.
1: Blake James, the GOAT. Put some respect Son, on young Blake's name. Blake was
0: out there looking like Montana. They they just... He was just getting whatever he wanted. Untouched. The whole Zip, game. Like... The- Whole game,
1: I'm like, nigga, what? Nah, yeah, Blake Bortles in that page in that Patriots game looked like he was in Space Jam and somebody gave him somebody else's powers because
0: they gave him that letter, yeah. yeah. AFC
1: game that wasn't Blake Bortles, nope, he, he was a good manager, right? And then Tom took it over the second half, but this game. Blake came out, came out firing. I think, I, I think they went
0: up fourteen zero, and I was like, "Wait, huh?" Yeah, I was like, "Wait, what's happening? What's going on here?" Blake Borders is like a, a list quarterback, <laughs> bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <like>, Thirty two <laughs> quarterbacks, he's probably been like twenty six, <laughs> and this nigga was lighten the Patriots up. I'm like, nah, there's no way. There's no
1: way. That Malcolm Butler thing kind of stinging now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, no, the Patriots are not scary to me. Right now, at least. If Josh Gordon proves to be something, maybe diet Randy Moss. Okay. wow, That's intriguing. But that defense... The defense ain't it, and I don't see them getting better as the year goes on. So, um.
1: I don't think they're scary either. Who did you have in the Super Bowl? The Packers.
0: And it was a toss-up between... The Steelers, which no way now. am <laughs> not picking them <laughs> niggas. <laughs> I think the Steelers and the Patriots. <laughs> that right there is a freaking... Yo. But yeah, I ain't picking the Steelers to go nowhere. With Yo, everything that they're, they're... going through. AB not even going to practice. L Bell, he like, I ain't playing for you niggas. Nah, not picking up. The, the house team. is on
1: fire in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So I got the, 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 the Packers,
0: fire. and I'll stick with my Patriots pick because I don't see anybody in the AFC. Nah, I don't see anybody in the AFC that could, I would say, will beat the Patriots in the AFC championship game. So, yeah, that's my pick. That's my Super Bowl matchup. The Battle of the Twelves. Oh, I like that. Packers and Patriots. Yeah.
1: I like that. Battle of the Twelves. Yeah. Yo, did you see uh, the Browns? <laughs> Let that field goal. <laughs> <laughs> Let that nigga go. Four missed field goals? You couldn't have thought you was coming back to a job Monday morning. Yeah. Four. Four. Four missed field goals. Didn't the Vikings cut their guy too? I don't think they cut him. Or I they think they picked him. up somebody else. Yeah. yeah. If I was a coach, I would have done the same thing. Ain't nothing that hold your head. Nah, nigga. Four I, missed field goals.
0: All right, so I've been saying for, for a couple of years now, get rid of the field goal kickers. Like Yo. when you look, like if you look at football, it's a it's a violent sport, it's contact, high intensity. You pay people like Aaron Rodgers on the offensive side, and then you pay people like Khalil Mack on the defensive side. Why not just have the game in their hands when it matters? Like, why would you go through all of that work, put yourself out there, compromise your body? You doing all the nitty gritty to have some little kicker who's not even a real football player. He probably does like real estate for a living and then just comes in <laughs> once a week <laughs> to get some kicks in to have him win or losing game for you. Like it's it's completely it's like it's preposterous to me.
1: Laces out, Finko.
0: Yo, like I never understood. Like why why <laughs> Why do football players, they play the whole entire game, back and forth, up and down, is exciting, and then you wait. End of the game. You're going to put the, the whole game in the hands of the kicker. A kicker.
1: I ain't going to lie. When I played football, I was kind of mad at the kickers' practice. While we had to do two-a-days, these niggas were yeah, like, all they did. They don't even, they do, anything. They don't
0: the even do anything. They don't even do anything.
1: You line up, and you kick. That's what you do the entire practice. You don't get hit. You're not in any drills. You can pop, you can drink as a kicker and be hung over. Because all you're doing is come out, kicking through the uprights, or that's what you're supposed to do, kick through the uprights, and go home. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, but I not, think it's,
0: certain... It's not a real position. Like, at the end of the game, have it. Aaron Rodgers, he makes this great comeback. You know, like, uh, Clay Matthews had that 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 crazy call called on him, and then they got an interception. Okay, cool. Like that's how the game should have ended. Like a defensive play was made. He sacked the quarterback. He threw it, and then it was an interception. But then they got called back because of some stupid roughing the passer nonsense. Like the game should be in the hands of the people you paid the big bucks to give the book. Bu- give it to Tom Brady. There's two seconds left. We're down one. Whatever okay, you got, de- you got a defensive end, you got a quarterback, let them figure it out. Don't leave it to a kicker.
1: I think uh, if, if Aaron was on his podcast and he heard what I was getting ready to say, he would call me uh, a blasphemer. But some would say that's how Brady got his first three, because of Minotauri.
0: This is what I'm saying. Like, prove, prove that you're the greatest of all time because when we were down... I had the ball in my hand and I read the defense and I got a touchdown pass to West Welker, whatever. Or the game was on the line and I'm sitting on the defensive end and I come make a rush and Tom is trying to get the ball out of his hand, but I pop him and we recovered the ball. Like that's, that's what the, that's how a game should like, it should be that. Not you busting your ass like the whole game and then the kicker comes and <laughs> just blow it. Like, come on. Like, I would rather it be a tie because, you know, somebody dropped the touchdown pass or whatever. Like, you could blame it on a wide receiver like that. I can understand that. Like, you get paid crazy money. If you're AB and you're getting paid $17 million, like, you should be able to catch a game winning touchdown. Don't leave it to these little <laughs> five foot 10, 150 pounds soaking wet. White dudes that be throwing the games. It's annoying to me. I hate field goals. <laughs> I hate it, yo. <laughs> tell,
1: tell me how you really feel. Yo,
0: I hate. I hate field goals, and this is what we have. And we got all these ties. How many ties have we had in two weeks? Yo,
1: I'm so sick of that. That that they need to do something about the overtime room. It's
0: ridiculous,
1: yo. They need to do something with the overtime, They're bro.
0: missing, like, the extra point. Like, wh- that's your... Like, what else do you have to do? From how many yards is it now? 25, 30? Like, you <laughs> you can't put it in the upright? Like, come on! Like, what are we talking about here? It's a, can, a complete waste of roster space. Like,
1: get rid of that. I can that. see if the target was smaller and you being like, oh, nah. Like, because you need accuracy Son, and precision.
0: Wide open. The uprights are so big. Wide open. It's ridiculous. And the weather hasn't even been anything. So you can't even blame the weather. I really like... Yeah, so that's my take on the field goals. Get rid of them because
1: (laughs) it's it's pointless. Pointless. Completely pointless. I want to, right quick, you were talking about football and I was thinking about Undisputed. Have you made the change from first take to Undisputed? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So when that whole Jamel thing went down, when she got suspended for two weeks. Like, I had my ESPN viewership. real It went from, like, 75 to, like, 15.
1: Jeez. Yeah. I think I only watch Scott Van Pope.
0: Yeah. If I'm up and that's on, I will watch that. But a lot of times I don't make it because like, it's, like, 1130 or something like that. A lot of times yeah,
1: I'm asleep. I usually watch Scott Van Pope because uh, But during the him, finals,
0: if I'm like, I'm usually up because I'm watching the finals and he does those shows after the finals, I'll watch that. Um, sometimes I'll watch Get Up with with um, Mike Jalen and I think it was Michelle. Like one, I can't stand them, niggas. I like Jalen. So like, I'll flip between that and I like Chris Carter, so I watch his show on FS1.
1: I think they all have the same format. and it's, Yeah, definitely.
0: It's... Def- no, Get Up is very different. Get Up is very different. It's like a mix between, um, it's like a debate show almost, and then it's like a sports center type vibe to it as well. They go to like a big board, and um, they each have like their own segments. Like it's, it's a really interesting um, layout
1: that they do on Get Up. But I brought I brought that up because I heard somebody say um we have the energy that um kinda works with one of those sports as shows where, where we I wanna say what Jamel and Mike used to bring. And I haven't seen that since Rest in peace, Stuart Scott and um some other people. What they did organically, Jamel and Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hated the my, the the number show, whatever it was called.
0: Numbers never lie. Numbers don't lie.
1: I'm glad they changed it to his and hers so that they didn't have to be so statistics based. But yeah. I liked what they did. A reason why I, I, undisputed. I've noticed today. Low key, Skip got a nice MJ collection. Oh yeah, yeah. I was watching today. I was like. This is the second day in a row I noticed he's had on a different pair. Of yeah, days. he had a little like,
0: sneaker hat on the low. He be having some fire with those suits.
1: <laughs> okay, Skip Bayless. I like Shannon Sharp too. I didn't know he was as funny as he is. Yeah,
0: but... he is. I like Shannon. I like Shannon, and I like Skip too. Like Skip is invited to the cookout, so it's like, all right, like I'm mess with you niggas. And I'd be forgetting about Bomani show. Like I feel like they changed it the, the, the station. I don't really like the format of it though, but I like Bomani, so I try to, you know, catch that.
1: They put it at noon. Yeah, no one's home high, at
0: noon. noon. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it a great concept, but Yeah. Yeah. So I've been missing that a lot. And I do really like I don't really mess with ESPN like I used to
1: yeah yeah i I'm not, I'm not ESPN uh heavy these days either like i said if it's not a game or if it's not Skyrim and um i'm who are your best uh sports center casters like together
0: uh what do you mean That's done a show together or like just randomly i would that would be my my dream
1: if they if they did a show together and if if they didn't your dream. Um. Oh, that's tough. Only two. I'm saying, like you, you know how Sports Center usually has. Uh, they usually had just two anchors. Yeah. Not the debate shows, but like just like just Sports like a Center dual itself. anchor show. Yeah.
0: That's hard. It would definitely be Jamel. Uh, I don't know, May- I don't know. Jamel like and Michael the- like okay, they already did that. But then I like, I feel like Bo and Jamel would 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 do good together. Or like Scott, or like for the white people, Scott and like Hannah Storm.
1: I like Scott and Neil Everett when they were when they used to be paired up.
0: Scott and those, Neil is very funny actually.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nil's very funny. I liked when they were to I liked when they were together. Um of course the OG Stu. Stu Stu and Jamel would have been dope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's
1: the other black that? guy's name? He used to
0: do with, it for uh,
1: Neil. Yeah. He's funny too. I don't know.
0: Dang, what was his name? Of course, I would draw a blank right
1: now. But yeah, they had a lot the of one, good anchors. The one that um, like sounds like Carlton Banks ish. Yeah. But he'd be yeah. low key funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know his name either. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Because I, I remember when he when he came on and that switch happened. I remember being mad because it wasn't Scott, and I'm like. I don't want to listen to this nigga, and then I, gradually he started to grow. Yeah, he's he's he's
0: good.
1: He's good. I just haven't paid attention to. I don't even know when them, those two come on. I, know I don't know Utah, either. West Coast.
0: See, when Get Up Get Up comes on, like six thirty or something, like a uh, seven o'clock. It's something like seven to nine, nine thirty or something. It's like weird. So, and then I think Sports Center comes on. Between nine and ten, I don't even know who does that morning that that part. I don't even know. It's just weird. They have like these weird TV lineups. I don't know.
1: It's mad new people on Sports Center during the day. I don't even be paying attention. Yeah, it's, it's two yeah. They got a stable. I remember back in the day, you they used to run. It felt like they ran the same episode of Sports Center mm-hmm. twenty-four hours. Mm-hmm. Seven days a week. It's not That's like that now. Like. Now they have like a twelve o'clock
0: edition. The West Coast thing. I think Carrie Champion was doing it at one point, and then they scooted her over to um that SB Nation thing.
1: Which is trash. Which is
0: trash. Marcellus Wiley just left that to go do. He went to FS1 to do Speak for Yourself with Jason Whitlock. So.
1: It's Fox. Is Fox have, must be handing out the. the yeah, a lot of
0: people leaving ESPN for Fox. There they lots must of,
1: be in A lot of people. A lot of people. So yeah. Speaking about checks, how you feel about Jimmy Butler wanting out of Minnesota?
0: Everybody went out of Minnesota, right? Uh, Wasn't it like um, Carl was unhappy at one point?
1: But he was unhappy, I, I think, with Butler.
0: Wasn't Butler an issue in Chicago?
1: That's what people say.
0: Yeah, he might have some some insecurity issues. Something else is going on internally, but that don't surprise me. Like I don't know, they can't seem to like get over that mid-bottom tier type level. It's like you have like <laughs> the talent is there. You know what I mean. Like they have a good coach. The talent is there, obviously, but it's like first round and that's it. Like they should be a little bit better by now.
1: And all them freaking draft picks they had, and they, uh, they turned it into the Chicago, the Minnesota Bulls. Man, they're just trying to get yeah. Every... The whole
0: squad is it. Um, Taj is there. D Rose. Lou just signed a one year deal. Butler, but he about to be up, but Tip said he has no interest in trading him, so he'll probably play his year out.
1: Now, is he unproductive? Or does he go out and actually try to help his case in free agency? Yeah, or, I think you trade? gotta play. Like, cause ain't nobody
0: gonna give you that max money if well maybe the Knicks. Like the Knicks will obviously give him max money. He'll probably he'll be injured. Like he'll be injured and out for nine months and the Knicks will give like, and the Knicks will give him a max contract.
1: I don't understand why the Knicks gave Joachim Noah that money. The Knicks are
0: notorious for giving
1: horrible contracts.
0: Like they're out of their prime or they're injury prone. Like that Allen Houston contract was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Joachim Noah contract was ridiculous. Like, how do you give that nigga all that money?
1: That nigga can't shoot free throws and you trying to. Yeah. Uh, You think he goes to. New York, do you think? If
0: nobody comes knocking at the Timberwolves' door and he plays his entire season with the Wolves, I do think um, the Knicks get
1: him. I think if he forces his hand to a trade in L.A. just to ride it out to the end of the season to see where the big money comes next year. I can see that being a, a scenario where he like forces the hand for a trade, and then gets the the big contract at the end of the season. Um, but if the Knicks play their cards right, there's a lot of people, a lot of talk talking about um with New York in free agency. Um, if done right, yeah. Knicks look like they can put a nice team together. But the Knicks will nick, of course.
0: The next little Nick.
1: Their guy, the
0: Stevie, Knicks- I think he's a GM or something. I don't know. Um, he did say that they're not going to make a trade for anybody that they feel like they could land in free agency. So um, they're going to be patient and wait to see what they can get next year.
1: That's probably the smartest thing the Knicks organization yeah. has done, but of course they're going to F it up. Yeah. Free agency is going to come and they're going to get Paul Nassau. Like <laughs> <like that. laughs> <laughs> Typical James Dolan, New York Nick. That, that's what's going to happen. Oh, man. Last thing before we get out of here. Did you look at the Cat Williams interview? I did. I did. I'm going to qu- Tarantino this and go backwards. So, Tiffany and Cat he apologizes, or so he's kneeling in front of her because she wants the Emmy. Bow
0: down, down. bitches. Bow down, bow, bow
1: down. Back it up to interview. What was your take on the interview? Um, when you heard about him calling out uh, Kev and Tiff and a whole bunch of other people, before you heard the interview, what was your take on it? Do you think he was on there wiling?
0: Yeah, like I don't understand why. <clears throat> Like why bring them up? Like if you're going there to promote yourself or to promote a, a show that you're doing, like why bring up the negativity? I don't I don't get it. It's just like the same thing with Mike Epps. Like you're always bringing up Kevin Hart. Like what is okay? He's not funny to you. Like what? Like why do you, why do you feel the need to keep saying that publicly? You're out here doing you, okay? Let that man do him. He's not funny to you, okay? Fine. He might be funny to a whole lot of other people, and he's getting paid for it. You're funny, not so funny to a lot of people, and you're getting paid to do what you love to do. Okay, that's fine. I don't, I don't understand why Cat was up there, you know, spewing all of that negativity.
1: It was- I think that it, it started with um, him talking about the Netflix thing and how he had got. Two million for a show that he exclusively owned and had, got paid three hundred thousand to do, and it was saying that um
0: yeah he was throwing shade like oh yeah because I own or and I don't have anybody writing I don't have backing of white people and I, I was like okay what like I, I what, is that, Cal- what, what was it for like you made a point you got paid for something hurt. yeah that's my point like. You don't need to do all of that because then you look crazy in the end. You do all that about Tiffany, and then you like she gets the Emmy, and then you at her like you're on your knees. So it's like you look stupid, and then you want to roast this woman, and then when her husband pull the gut out on you, you running in the store.
1: I'm <laughs> glad you said that because that's exactly where I want to go. You said you watched the interview. You you couldn't tell that lady was antagonizing him the entire time. A little bit, a little bit. Okay. Kat wasn't, he wasn't starting with her. She kept, and she kept trying to roast him for being an inmate and not having his hair done. When all he, he was, we're comedians, we're joking. We're talking about cooking. You said you cook broccoli. Like that's the thing. <laughs> but as a comedian, if I'm joking on you because you said one of the best things you cook is broccoli, think nigga said, what's the instructions to um, cook broccoli? Water? <laughs> Add water? If you couldn't take that, why then keep pushing? Like, I felt like I don't understand the gun thing because that's something completely different. I say Cat is hurt because I feel like he wants to be independent and wants to push the envelope forward, but he sees the backing. It's almost like the major major label independent route where you have somebody who's working really hard underground, has a following, and doesn't have as big a star that a logic may have because he's back now. Mm-hmm. I think um Kat's issue is he knows he's talking in gar- regards to numbers. He's saying, my numbers are here. I should have this, blah, 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 blah. I own this. These other people don't have the numbers, but yet they are in the forefront. They are the um, the ones that Hollywood is pushing at the moment. Hollywood's behind these people but they're not doing nearly as mu- what nearly as much as what I'm doing. I think that's the overall um point from Cat. It just gets lost in all the other stuff that he does. Yeah, he's a hater. And
0: he just I, he just sound crazy like he just sounds it was,
1: stupid. It's interesting to note that Netflix gives you money based off of ticket sales. Yeah, ticket sales. Yeah. Yeah, which, and I, I guess that's where his his beef with Tiffany came from. It was like, tell me, tell me a funny Tiffany Addis joke. You can't, nigga, you can't. Uh, but yet, uh, but it's, uh, it's like,
0: what does that have? To, what I'm saying, like, what does that have to do with, like, what does that have to do
1: with you? I, I when people feel like. You're better because of your God-given talent. Not because of stats, but your God-given talent. You feel like, I'm better than that person. If we go back to working or whatever have you, that's like you working at a place and you know you bust your behind and somebody who calls out, shows up late, um, be on the phone talking to your relatives the entire time, they get raises and you don't, you're going to feel like you're Yeah, fans. but
0: Tiffany's been working. Tiffany just luck up on something. Like, she's been grinding. Like, if you haven't heard her story, I have because I'm, like, obsessed. But she's been grinding for a long time, homeless, living out her car. That's where the Kevin Hart thing came from when he gave her money to go get a room somewhere. Like, she's been grinding her whole life. She didn't just pop up out of nowhere. Like, she's been grinding her whole life. So, like, to me, as a black man, like, you should be celebrating this black woman who has been working towards something, writing down goals, like, that's, like, 20 years old that's now coming to fruition. Like, you should be celebrating that, not hating, calling her a non-comedian because she hasn't done a tour. Like, You
1: know You know what I think it is uh, with everything in general? Take this podcast, this platform. We've started out small, this is probably what, our 15th podcast that we're done, we're doing. Um, People don't see the groundwork here. They don't see the ground floor. They just see when you get the big promo check or you get the big endorsement. They don't know, like, let's just say we worked this thing for four years if we're that consistent and want to do it that way. Let's say we work this thing for four years on a fifth year, we land a crazy deal. People are going to be like, Oh, they got, they, they, they overnight success. No, we've been working for four years. Yeah. People don't, people don't Um, in regards to Tiff and Kat, I think his beef is, it seemed like it was instantaneous for her and regardless of the groundwork that she's been putting in, and what she's been doing behind the scenes and how she had to come up behind the scenes, it seems like um, for somebody who didn't know Tiffany Haddish from a hole in the wall, after Girl Trip, it was like she was on a rocket ship and she was out of here.
0: Yeah, but he's done his research, so he should know better than that. And he's in the, the same exact industry that she's coming from, so he should know better than that. So think- instead of like tearing her down, trying to diminish you know, what she's accomplished... Like, celebrate her. I I'm think, happy for Tiffany. You know what I mean? Like, she's not, maybe she's not my cup of tea as far as comedy concerns, but I'm happy, you know, she's making it. and She's making money. She can help her family out. Like, I'm happy for that. Like, why not go that route? Like, why like, oh, she's not a comedian. She has not done a single tour.
1: Like, like
0: <laughs> okay. Like, what?
1: He, I think um, what he was, what he was saying in that interview was that they're comedians that grind every day to do two hour shows and don't have money to eat after they grind, show in and show out. And
0: and they just need a big break. Like it, for some yeah. people it happens for and for others yeah. it doesn't. Like Tiffany was there. Like she didn't have no money. Like she came she came from nothing and she kept grinding, she kept grinding, she kept grinding. She got a little brick. She got on the Carmichael show. So she got a little mainstream and then she got the girl's trip thing, and then that was it. Like, some people just need a, a break, and then they'll blow up, and some people just gonna have to keep working at it. Some people never get that big break.
1: Yeah, I think um my takeaway from the interview, the reason why I asked you to watch it was because they were making that host seem like she was a victim, and Kat was just attacking her um, for no reason, but um, I wanted your thoughts on if you thought she was kind of provoking him um i don't really be paying attention when he'd be speaking about other comedians because i feel like this is coming from a place of you're not in their shoes so now it's a form of hate i get it if you say i don't like kevin hart leave it at that but you don't have to keep putting it out there that you don't like kevin hart or you don't like this person you don't like that person because at the end of the day what does that do for you if you're still eating exactly. and he's eating more or they eat more now you just look like an obsessed fan. Yep. Yep. You just look like an obsessed fan. Um. Do you want to write quick, you saying both do this or you don't care, the the Sesame Street thing? Did you hear about that? <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I heard about it. So the uh, the writer, when he was writing their their characters, he intended for them to be a gay couple. Yeah. Um, but Sesame Street has since said that they're just friends, ladies and gentlemen. Bert and Ernie are just friends. <laughs> <laughs> but did you always like when you were growing up? Was that always in your mind? Like, are these
1: niggas gay? Like, always questioned it.
0: Yeah,
1: I always questioned it, and I was like, "Eh." My thing was the kids today. Like, why? Why does it have to be something that you're you're for people that for the kids that just watch Sesame Place because one they like Elmo mm-hmm. or they like the colors, like why does the storyline matter? Like, they don't care about none of that. They care about the letters. They care about the numbers. They care about the funny voices and all that other stuff. They don't, the storylines, they don't care.
0: Yeah, I don't think they, I don't think that would matter to a a (laughs) four-year-old.
1: But that's why I I was confused as to why that they felt the need to let that be reported. Because I'm like, okay, now you're screwing with the parents who might say or might not say, oh, I don't want my child watching that now. Cause yeah. Because yeah. my child's innocent. And like you said, they're four. They don't care about that. Why would you now put that out? Because now you're messing with, as a, a parent or guardian, now my psyche's messed up. And I'm like, well, maybe I don't want my child, if that's the... Not saying any like, but...
0: you, you yeah, maybe that's not something you want to expose your kid to, like that,
1: at four years old.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't because you saying both of that.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Right, right, right. All right. Um, before last topic. Um, Shady still got the L or not? What's your honest opinion on Killshot? Um, he was saying
0: some stuff. He had a few lines in there. I didn't like the flow of it. Like some of the lines were kind of like that was kind of annoying to me. Um, It was okay. I think it was enough to be beat MGK though
1: was it decisive
0: yes and I will I will say that because MGK, MGK's diss wasn't a complete diss to me like he was bigging him up and then he would like say something stupid it was like, like what are you, like, you doing like do you not know what a diss is maybe that's how white people do it I don't know but it was like you're not supposed to be giving this dude props in a diss song. So he got, he lost I, some points. He lost some points. From, like the beat was good, of course. The overall quality of it was, it was good. But like as a diss, I don't think he really
1: understood. Did, did, t- didn't quite execute the diss part. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. My thought is, um, and this is all, all, good for Marshall we hold him to such a high regard as an artist it shouldn't have there should have been no room for discussion people wanted it to be a Golden State suite because you know Golden State's the better team and it's going to be over in four games people people wanted that from him and I don't think we got that I think we got what may have been a six game series when it could have been over in four yeah
0: that's a good so, analogy.
1: That's why, for me, I don't think M actually got the better of this because we were looking for M to like it should have been no. The conversation after the joint drop should have been, "Well, there goes MGK's career." Yeah, that's because that's what we that's what we expect from Marshall, and for it to be at a place where it's not really clear cut it's like, eh. Yeah, Eminem. M&M.
0: Yeah, and you can tell cuz he didn't even want to do it. Yeah. So and you can tell like he approached it like whatever, let's just, you know, let me just respond. And you could you like you got the sense of that from that song.
1: Yeah. White people, I'm over you beefing. I thought yeah. y'all were Yeah. That <laughs> was going make me interested in this, but I don't understand I your
0: guy Mouse, whatever y'all call him, not wanting to put something on wax, but continues to talk about it on the podcast.
1: I told you he got an L last week. I'm I'm not here to defend it. I'm he, he still he will continue to have one in the lost column until he responds via music, and I don't think that's gonna happen. So, Joe's just going to have to hold L. He can talk about it as much as he wants. But I think you rob the fans of seeing, like, I ain't shopping Zion. I would love to see two MCs go at it and just leave it all out there. But we ain't going to get that. So, yeah, it's still an L, Finn, I ain't retracting that. He's still got an L because you respond on the podcast.
0: I would like to see him
1: versus Royce. That happened already. I want to see that now. Now. I, think they, I, I don't think him and Royce will happen. I think, uh, and I was, that's when, in listening to him, his relationship in Slaughterhouse was with the four of them and not Eminem. And they had to go through Royce mm-hmm. to speak to Eminem. And I think he has a better relationship with Royce than with Marshall. Oh, yeah. Royce's connection is with Marshall. Right. So I don't think him and uh him and Joe go back and forth. They did in the past, but I don't think right now, as it stands today, they'll go back and forth. Yeah, Joe ain't trying to go back
0: and forth with nobody,
1: apparently. But it says a lot about the the people in slaughterhouse and somebody of Royce's caliber to understand the level of MC that Joe Budden is, you just got to get around all the other fluff. Mm-hmm. If you get around, if you get around the fact that no, he wasn't likable. He comes off as a cornball sometimes. He's now a media personality. You get you get past all that and get to the actual music. Joe Budden is nice. Yeah, he is. But people. People won't people won't ever look to that because even while he had a very long career, everybody would tell him to shut the hell up. The entire time he was rapping. <laughs> now he retired, everybody wanted him to rap. It's like, you niggas, man. But he still got an L. I would love to see Slaughterhouse offer Shady and uh, actually put out an album maybe as an independent or something. Mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna do a slaughterhouse appreciation one of these days. Uh oh yeah. Get ready for it. <laughs> it's it's winter it's <laughs> coming. Just like, it's coming. But yeah. That's all I got. um Go.
0: You
1: got any last last minute uh Anything you want to big up, anybody you want to shout out? Oh, yes!
0: Yeah. So last week, I'm going to vote for Miranda, a.k.a. Cynthia Nixon. Um, <laughs> I'm walking down the block, and I hear, yo, Jack Daniel face. I'm "What?" Right. I turn around, and it's your cousin, Thomas. <laughs> so shout out to thomas <laughs> shout out to thomas faithful listener he had me gas for a minute i'm like yo i know ain't nobody out here in these streets recognize me as the other half of whatever podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so i did a slow turn like what am i about to get into and it was thomas so shout out to thomas
1: thanks for I listening. Like, i like i like stories like that because uh you never know who really is listening because we can't see who's listening unless yeah. they say, "Oh, I like Base blah, blah, blah." Yeah, you never know. But um, shout out to everybody that does listen faithfully. Um, we appreciate you um, taking your time to listen to us because you know there's a billion other things <laughs> you'd rather do, but you're here with us, nigga. So deal with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. uh I keep saying uh share. Uh I've noticed that the older podcasts have way crazy numbers and the newer ones like they eventually grow over time. It's like a slow burn. And I, I think I kind of like that. That Oh yeah, I people, dig that. I dig. Yeah. The older ones are in like high high numbers and the the newer ones like I'll listen I'll listen back to it one time and then I'll check back like a week later when we do a new one Mm -hmm. and I'll see like the old one's numbers have risen. I'm like, oh okay.
0: Okay. You may be late
1: to the party, but they listening. So that's that's we'll take it. We'll take it. Any day, every day. Yay. Yo, kidding
0: on Showtime with Jim Carrey.
1: I have not seen that. Watch it. It's only two episodes
0: in Half an hour, okay. It's not gonna take a long time,
1: not even for you. Is it a serious thing, or is it a yeah? It's
0: like a yeah, it's serious and it's a little bit of dry comedy in there as well.
1: All right, because I'm over Jim Carrey, the serious actor. I want um, the comedian back, but I'll watch it. Yeah, it's really good,
0: it's really good. So yeah, that's my sleeper uh, show. Have you finished Ozark? I, I got two episodes. I think we have like three episodes in. I haven't finished Ozark. But yeah, Kidding is my sleeper show. Sundays. I don't know what time. On Showtime.
1: People are going to be like, this ain't really a a, a sleeper. But um, if you haven't seen it, East Side and Down is hilarious. I have not. Yeah, it's a, it's on HBO. Yeah. I have not seen it's it. It's on HBO. East Side and Down. Um, that's not on though anymore, right? No. A, you got to go through the, through the app yeah. and look at that. That's not something you can pull up right away. But that's all we got. Until next time, until the next thing that breaks over the weekend and we can't cover it until Thursday. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Shoot us a message on Instagram. Shoot us something on on Twitter. Let us know what we're missing so that way we can make sure we uh, come back to it. Uh, Underscore whatever.
0: whatever face on Instagram and whatever face on Twitter.
1: Hit us up. If you want to send us an email, whateverface18 at jmail.com. Gmail. Um And that's it. That's all we got, niggas. Go eat something. Yeah.